it's just my heart just breaks. Uh, so grateful. Uh, yes, uh, the, the scripture, God gave me a scripture from Mark 14 about the woman with the alabaster jar who poured out on Jesus' head. And the disciples said, why this waste? Some of them uh, instigated by Judas. But Jesus said what, uh, what she did was a beautiful thing. And the story will be told wherever the gospel is. And in a sense to inspire people. That there's no waste when you just pour it out to Jesus. And uh, the, not, uh, this boat delivered 150 uh, uh, tons, 100,000 pounds of contraband Christian material to, to Cuba right under the Castro regime when it couldn't have gotten in any other way. Uh, it also inspired so many in Panama City now where they have to dig, they have no houses. It's like a war zone that's been totally destroyed. So, I, you know, as my heart is broken, I, but I know God is going to do something. He's going to resurrect that ministry in some way. And I think he's even doing it with the next, the, the great news and the next one of the, of the house in... Um, in Greece. Do you have that one, the first one? We'll see if we can. Yeah, there it is. Uh, the Way Guest House, by the grace of God, and more than I could hope or desire, is, is back. And we don't know exactly how that's going to look, but uh, <laughs> it, it's incredible because of, of the view. Uh, you can see right here, that's one of the signs. It says, uh, Aya Christophoros, St. Christopher. <laughs> That's my name. And, it, it, it's, and it's kind of a weird place for a street sign, but it's there. It needs to be finished on bottom. It's finished on top. But um, it's six bedrooms, three on top. It's two different apartments. And uh, you can show the other, a couple other views from the, from the top. The, a couple other house views. Yeah, that's the view. That, that's the view from the balcony. The new, one, the new one, yes. And you can see... What our other house was noisy. There was a road going right by it. This has everything that had, but it's even, it's quiet. We needed quiet, and we needed a place for ministers at rest. What Emmanuel did, that was the ministry it was doing in Panama City. It had just, it had just started before the hurricane hit. So now this is not a second home. Yes, it's a place for my kids. The flag has been set for their continual ministry and their heart to be there in Greece. But it's, all, it's, it's a place for us to bring people, uh, missionaries and mis uh, ministers. And um, so you can see that I think that picture really shows. And that's a little beach. It's just a seven-minute walk from our house just to see. Where is this location? It's uh, uh, right in, in Hanya, Western Crete. Yeah, it's the most. Yes, it's, it's like the California of Europe. It's, it's very gorgeous. So that's that. Um, one of the. Uh, uh, I just want to tell us a couple short stories here. One was that I was um, trying to debate, you know, we didn't hear from anybody for a week when we made an offer, or we, we were trying to get an offer made, and they weren't communicating to us. And when we lost our first guest house, uh, a, a friend of ours, a co-worker, told me, I got a scripture, what I just told him, from Revelations 3. I'm, Jesus says, I'm the one who holds the keys of David. Whatever I open... No one could close. Whatever I closed, no one could open. And, and so we knew God was involved in, in that, even though it was very painful. Well, I was struggling because we weren't getting any communication over this new house. And I kept thinking of that verse, but I, uh, that Revelation 3, but I didn't, uh, I felt like uh, 
I was supposed to read it again. I go, well, I already know it. But I finally read it that Friday. I read it, and the, the rest of it says, I know your deeds, and I've, o- and I've opened a door for you that no one could shut. And um, that was a total confirmation. That's the day they, that we uh, got the house. And, um, and so I, it, it was like in, in an incredible thing. Last thing and last story, uh, if you could bring up that. Uh, it's not the greatest picture, but it just does show this family right here is Afghan refugees that have they buses and walking through I, uh, from Afghanistan through Iran <coughs> to Turkey, then across to Lesbos, and uh, then uh, then uh, now Greece has given them uh, refugee status, and they are now wanting. Uh, this guy right here is a believer. He became a believer in jail. I think he had a vision of Jesus, and um, but he was persecuted so much by his family, he was beaten, and his his whole head is scarred. But his wife in the back has five kids, and they now have this big apartment. And they called us over to pray because the lights were going on and off. Doors were closing. It was just really weird. Uh, So it's a huge – he's the only believer among all the Afghan refugees. So it's a a wonderful thing. And – and the and the story that I want to tell is what's incredible is the now the new captain of the U.S. Navy base comes to our uh, like our coffee shop church home church in a coffee shop, and uh, it's like incredible. So I was able to tell this story uh, as I was uh, walking one day by the square where we ministered. My family and I ministered every Tuesday night to feed the the uh, mostly Muslim uh, kind of refugee type guys and. And, uh, you know, we'd give Gospels out at times. And that, w- that was every Tuesday night, even on my daughter's birthday one year, and even it was Christ- uh, New Year's Eve, we still went out there because we felt Jesus would be out there. Well, there was a guy named Hassan who would used to come, and he was, like, totally n- nutty, and he would be drunk all the time, and he was demonized, I think, and scream. And, uh, but we continued to love him and minister to him. Well, I was walking the other th- about a week and a half ago through the square, and I looked up, and all of a sudden, I, I saw Hassan standing there, and there was a, a taxi cab driver just beating on his face, one, just hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. He's just standing there because I think he was drunk. And uh, I was thankful that, in one hand, that, that uh, we have a good – Jeremy's here with his dad, and we want to welcome that. And Brandon, the, uh, Jeremy's brother, and I'm sorry, what's your name again? Jerome, Jerome's son was there. I'm thankful he wasn't with me the next day when that happened because he came a few days later because he would have jumped in. He even told me that, and and it wouldn't have been good. And so I grabbed I grabbed uh, the uh, the Hassan guy and I kept pulling him away. And I was telling the taxi cab driver, "This is not right. This is not what God wants." And uh, and he goes, "He's calling me all these names." And I said, "It doesn't matter. You, you can't even. He's not even lifting his hands up to fight." And the guy, and he keeps coming back to me and was hitting him. And and uh, I I was just my heart was broken by that. And there was a, a old taxi cab driver. His heart started to break, and he came over and wanted to wash the guy's face off. This is an old Cretan guy. And um, and then I looked up and I saw two motorcycle cops that were sitting there the whole time watching this all go. And, uh, you know, after we got this guy away, he kept trying to come back, and, and it was really difficult. I ran over to the police, and I said, can you help? And he goes, he, they said, what can we do? Hassan, he's, the guy's nuts. He's crazy. And uh, though me getting involved both ways, when I went back to do it, the cops noticed that he was coming back to, to curse this guy again, Hassan. And they finally ordered him away, and he, he listened. So, 
and, and as I finished, I was just walking down the street weeping because of feeling like this guy didn't know his left hand from his right hand. And, you know, that's our calling is to be out in the streets and, and doing that. And, and, and other people will then step up. They'll see something when, you s when they see the works of Christ done. And they'll step up and, and do things. Even the, the people aren't doing their jobs uh, like the cops weren't. They even, because I made a point of getting involved. So anyway, God is moving. Uh, I was, uh, you know, and I shared the story in front of the, the, the uh, base commander. And, and, and you know, he, Hassan represents everything our family did. And even the lawsuit that I had against the Navy because they were trying to come against that work. <laughs> 